0: No, sorry. Hello, and welcome to the All Nations Together podcast. I'm Lewis, this is Hannah, and we're joined by Josh, Dan, Rosie, and Chris. Today, the first podcast, we're going to be looking at Christmas and COVID, uh, and we're also going to be looking at fear, uh, and in particular, looking at Mary and how we can maybe relate to Mary. Um, So, Josh,
1: what word sums up Christmas to you? Ah, the word... Good question. There's a lot of words I kind of associate with Christmas. My first, probably the most important for me is going to be hope, a message of hope. Um, Very generic. I know used all the time around this time of year, but it is is used for a reason. And that is because Jesus is obviously come to earth and he is the hope of the world. And what he goes on to do is going to change the lives and change history forever. So hope is my is my word. Chris,
2: how
3: about you?
4: My word is going to be food.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yep, That's what really meant. <laughs> but, but it's not just about me being greedy. I also think about the uh, Christmas in a box and the, mm. uh, the stuff where the church is collecting food and the fact that when you think about it, it's kind of a bit shocking that even in our town, you know, today that they're all over this Christmas, there'll be people who won't have enough to eat. Uh, so it's a kind of two edge thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think mm-hmm. I think the church has a really big, really big part to, to play in that, doesn't it? With with actually a, a time for a time for need. Uh, I think all nations particularly have really s- stepped up, haven't they, over this over this uh, lockdown period over COVID and, and helping feed helping feed people. I mean, Christmas is clearly mm-hmm. going to look very different this year. Uh, Dan, Rosie, will it look really different for you? Will it be still fairly normal?
2: Well, I think for us, I mean, obviously you've got the the new rules coming in just for the 23rd to the 27th, so this was going to be our last sort of single Christmas if you like before we get married, so I was sort of, <laughs> then let's just drop that in. Um, so I think for me it was like, it was going to be the last time that I spent a full Christmas with my family, so obviously I can't do that um, this year because my family's over five households, um, so... I'll be sending it. Hopefully, if I'm invited, with uh, with Rosie's family. <laughs>
5: <guess
2: I'm>... oh. <laughs> the way I'm asking, by the way, Caroline Graham, can I please come to Yeah. You. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's going to be very different, especially as uh, certainly for me. I know some people don't, but I I really enjoy the Christmas service mm. at All Nations on a, on a, on, a, on Christmas morning, um, which won't mean you know, I won't get my free sweep this year from Richard Green. But, yeah. Oh yeah, we all got pots, well, um, didn't
0: we? Uh, the plastic cups, didn't we, full of sweets with the big straw thing in
3: there. Oh I yeah, I, where is that? Um, uh-huh.
0: um, I think I've got
3: <laughs> Yeah, the- we've got loads of Yeah, the joy of
0: helping clear up and get to do a sort of supermarket sweep at the end and <laughs> take as much home. <laughs> um, yeah.
3: yeah, so uh, like Dan, you alluded to obviously that COVID-19 is going to have a massive impact on Christmas um, and has had a massive impact on the year um so far I guess maybe it would just be good to chat about our faith and kind of how that's impacted this year and what this year has kind of looked like and how we've managed to yeah get through like a very difficult time I think and it's affected everyone differently with employment and um seeing family like you said Dan but Josh how about you I know things have changed quite dramatically for you
1: Yeah, so uh, things have definitely changed, um, probably about fast, sorry, not fast forward, rewind six months ago, I was, uh, if I haven't mentioned it already, I was living in the US for a while, um, doing some training out there, doing some studying. And uh, yeah, you know, this whole season has just been a little bit crazy, uh, full of a little bit of confusion, a little bit of frustration as well, like many people I can imagine. Um, So yeah, found out that I had to move home. Uh, Again, because my visa was becoming invalid, so yeah, lots of kind of questioning what's going on at this time, but there's no certainty when I move back. What I was going to do was I going to be able to go back out. I've since found out that I won't be going back out, um, and that I'll be finishing everything online. And kind of all this this shift just puts into um, perspective, I guess, what what is really important and how I guess. Um, fickle things can be and how quickly things can be taken away or just situations can change. And I think that that is something that, you know, a lot of us have obviously related to as well. I've been uh, lucky enough to still be working in the school that I used to work at. So that's been great. Um, I've, I've, I've loved working there. I uh, still do. Um, and it's, you know, been a really, really good thing for me to be able to come back to. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. But like you said, also aware of the, I guess the chaos that has come out of, you know, the past, 10 to 12 months now um and and I'm even more aware of the situation like you said earlier with Christmas in a box that families and and people have been put in and it is it is very real it is very real.
3: And how has your faith kind of you don't think being changed so dramatically like it
1: Mm. it,
3: at the start of the year or the end of 2019 I'm sure this is not how you imagined your path to kind of laid out kind of thing how has your faith been tested or strengthened
1: yeah. which way it's gone for you yeah no definitely um it's it's kind of ironic in a way because I was learning all this stuff i kind of journeying into a little bit deeper into my faith while I was kind of studying um ministry and theology out out in America and it was when this all hit and I found out I had to move home everything I'd learned just went out the window and I called my dad and I was like I cannot believe what has happened like would you believe that this thing kind of has happened now to me you know as if like everything's about me but I was just so kind of everything that I learned had gone out the window basically it had all just kind of been thrown out and my dad kind of uh, my parents were able to kind of kind of steady me down a little bit and one of the most important things that we learned actually in, in the year that I was out there was you live life now with with everything as an open hand so God has given you everything Jesus has done everything for you Um he doesn't owe you anything anything else is extra And that everything is give you now you don't hold on to because the more you hold on to things, the harder it is to let go of them. And when, and if they end up do getting taken away, your hands open, it's easy to get rid of those things and let go of them. Whereas if you've got tight hold of them, when people, or when things are taken away, it becomes even more painful because you are still holding on to those things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my faith has definitely been tested. Uh, My trust has been tested, but um, definitely know that kind of looking back and coming out of things that um god has always been there he he hasn't let me down and um i guess kind of having that trust now knowing that once you've been through something similar to this then whatever happens you just know you know god's going to be with me no matter what and he's he's got me he's that's not going to change ever so yeah that's what that's probably what I, i've been through yeah this last I couple of months and
0: i think everyone has been through real different trials mm. actually some people probably haven't been affected that much, particularly with their work and, and what they do. I mean, Dan, I know you have massively. I mean, you haven't worked since March, have
2: you? Thanks. That paints me in a really good light. But <laughs> 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 well, yeah. I mean, my my industry has obviously been been really hit. Um, technically, my last concert with with live audience was was beginning of March, um, end of Feb. So it's been a massive. I think Josh said you kind of realised where your heart really lies where your faith really lies in these times that when everything you have is taken away from you or seems to be being taken away from you, it's, it's a real test of faith but i think actually we can all look back on this year i would imagine with stories of god coming through for us in really random scenarios that actually this has been a force certainly for good in my life in terms of i've had a lot more time on my hands to um, pressing into my faith even more that I wouldn't have had had Covid not happened that doesn't necessarily mean that I think it's from God, obviously not but I think God works through bad things um, and he makes the best of horrible situations because it's about God who makes a way um, so for me Covid has been like thrust into the fire of like well you just got to rely on God here being put into the, the lion's den I guess financially um, but my experience is is just one. I'm sure there's many people who've got harder harder experiences than myself. Um, what about yourself, Chris? How has it affected you?
4: Who me? Chris. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's been a bit. Um. Um. I, I guess it's kind of different for me. I've I've been set up for 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 working from home, from before anyway. And so going to like working from home all the time wasn't too bad um from one aspect. Although, you know, as time has gone on, you realize how much you actually miss the interaction with other people. Real life, you know, in-person interaction with other people is just something you can't replace. Um So from that perspective, I'm like, oh yeah, it'd be really nice to be in the office um kind of great that I don't have to drive to Cambridge every day though so that's just a from that perspective uh, in terms of faith um uh, it's kind of been up and down I mean again the, the kinds of things that I really have missed is like you know corporate worship just mm-hmm. all together encouraging one another in worship um it's the kind of thing that I'm like uh yeah I really miss that um and it's funny because I was reading yesterday about the you know the picture of a an ember in a fire and then you take it out and you put it down and it just it just goes cold and then you put it back in and it's a light yeah. again and sometimes I feel a little bit like that it's like yeah okay i'm I'm not in the corporate setting uh am I going cold <laughs> what 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 do I need to do? what actions do I need to take to actually get myself uh you know back in back in the situation where i'm i'm what's the word you know looking at things from the right perspective and, and you know actively trying to serve god every day even though i can't touch anyone you know even though i can't shake hands with anyone or whatever mm. or get within two meters of uh of people you know that kind of stuff so
3: mm-hmm. yeah i think that's yeah yeah for christians i think that's really hard isn't it like being a corporate group is so key to being a Christian and kind of exercising your faith every day. And I think having that taken away has made us all have to kind of look inwards and actually assess our own faith. Um, And like you're saying about um, kind of like having to stand at a distance and stuff. And I think all of those things have made us have to kind of analyze everything that we do. And for me, that's kind of, I don't know about you guys, but it's kind of incited a fear. Um, I'm, Quite an anxious person anyway and and having um, so last year i was diagnosed with cancer um and so i was put on the shielding list and so initially i was told you know like stay in your room don't open the door the door or the window and you know don't see anyone else because otherwise you know covid's coming for you kind of thing um and i know we've had kind of discussions before recording this about how the fear kind of relates to the Christmas story as it were and kind of linking that to to Mary and the fear that she might have faced and as she was kind of told you know like you're you're going to bear the saviour of the world and you know all that how her life dramatically changed in a very different way to how our lives have but like at the click of a finger everything was was different. Rosie do you have any kind of thoughts about the kind of the the similarities i don't know if it's we can call it
5: that between mm. that, that yeah i don't know i guess it's this whole thing of of not being able to predict and i think as humans like we find that hard that we want to know the future and we want to know how things are going to pan out so when something like covid hits and we have absolutely no clue you know how it's going to play out and what's going to happen i mean there's obviously a lot of good stuff going on now um and i guess you can kind of like yeah in a really strange way you can kind of it is that that whole thing of fear that mary would have felt um that she would have had no clue and she would have not been able to plan out her life but you know one day the angel was going to show up like that and completely dramatically change everything for her so i think yeah but i guess what we can see is kind of her response to that to that fear and kind of what she did and her obedience to god mm-hmm. and maybe that can kind of show us in the same way of Covid or whatever life throws at you, um, just to stay obedient. But.
0: I think what's, what's kind of so so hard about the, the Mary story is it, not only was it a, a trying time for her, I mean, just imagine being told that, but it went against everything that that, that time that they stood for. She She wasn't married, she was a virgin and she's going to carry a child. How do you explain that? How do you stand firm in your faith when... To, to everybody else, you're going to look like you're completely against your faith. You know, it's going to look so wrong to the world. How do you demonstrate <clears throat> your faith in that way? And I wonder, it, it, have we been tested in a, in a similar way? How do we demonstrate our faith when we can't be at church, when we can't be seen to, to go and be together and to, to pray together and to worship together? How can we demonstrate our faith over Zoom? over podcasts, over over the internet. It's really almost been a, been a, a, a kick up us to say, actually, I, I'm going to shake things up. I, I, you need to step out now. It's not going to be easy for you. I mean, Josh, that's, been, that's definitely been the case for you. You've been thrust from the other side of the world back, but still asked to be practising your faith, be pushing in, be digging deep, not not just to give up like Mary could have done. She could have said, this is a figment of my imagination. I give up. But she didn't. She dug in. Have we been challenged in the same way? Is that? A, I don't know. That I find that quite quite difficult.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would. I would definitely agree with that. I think Mary's, you know, had every right to be pretty annoyed, pretty kind of upset about what's going on. Going, <laughs> out. I didn't ask for this. Um, this, I didn't plan for this. I didn't ask for this. Um, like you said, very similar to what we're all going through at the moment, and. My, the favorite part of the Mary story for me is the fact that she kind of does respond in, in worship as well. Uh, she kind of says mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do what I know how to do. And I'm going to sing to God. And she uses, um, obviously some of Hannah's kind of worship and prayer from, uh, way back in first Samuel, where she's given a, she's promised the son from God, but, um, it's just, yeah, it's amazing. Cause then you, you fast forward a little bit, what Mary probably would have thought would, have kind of, you know, almost been been the end of her and, and Joseph and their faith actually is you fast forward, like we said, a couple, you know, nine months later when she gives birth to Jesus, actually, what she thought was bad news at the time or something she was worried about actually turns out to be perhaps the or is the greatest birth that there has been to mankind and the greatest miracle for us. And so, like you said, I think this is a really good and important time for the church, like you said, because we've actually had our doors have been been kind of physically shut in a way we haven't had you know chance to to be together but actually it's caused us like you said it's challenged us to go hey your faith doesn't just exist inside of a church building every Sunday Mm -hmm. and what does that actually now look like and especially when people are beginning to ask questions about you know I I know Dan said you kind of earlier you kind of get everything that you thought uh, your heart was in and it gets taken away and you get challenged you kind of end up reflecting and thinking actually hang on a second what really matters and i think that this is uh, a brilliant time for the church and we and we got you know are making sure at the moment we're doing the best that we can to make sure that we that we get this right and we use this opportunity that we have i'm not saying that that is easy by any means it's, it's definitely not but um it is a test 100 percent. I, I couldn't agree more with that but um yeah i'm just praying that it produces even more uh, faith in us.
3: Mm-hmm. Does that make
4: sense? I think,
3: yeah.
4: yeah. Chris, do you have anything? Uh, yeah, no, I'd agree with Josh that, there are, I mean, there are definitely opportunities. One of the things I was involved with earlier on, like in March and April was an online alpha, which was actually really good. Yeah. We obviously we couldn't meet, you know, we couldn't meet physically, but it, it did mean that people from like lots of different parts of the country people's friends who'd been invited we could all do alpha together and you know it and actually worked really well you know there was a there was a core group of people who um it was just a a real privilege to have the opportunity to talk about faith and you know important questions uh and also although there are some things that we can't do you know there are still some things that we can do and we can get involved in and uh you know the 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 church has the kind of creativity and you know everything to to do new things uh, yeah. not not just because we have to but because we can uh, and and we can still fulfill the the mission of the church hasn't stopped just because of covid it's like there's no kind of like oh we're on pause no 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 it's carrying on so yeah yeah i
3: think that's yeah and, and bringing it back to kind of mary i i i really love this kind of uh, link that we're making to Mary. obviously COVID is nothing like being told that you're going to bear the savior of the world they're not they're not similar situations but I think the idea that your life just changes at the click of a finger and I was just I guess I'm being challenged as we think about it. like I'd like to yeah. out you guys like how how can we be more like Mary how can we embrace the change that is happening and how you know Mary was just like okay you know I, I think she's for me she's probably one of my heroes in the bible she you know she just kind of embraces it and like you said she sang out and you know she praised god and um you know she, she just said okay but um despite the fear that she was probably facing as you know a, a young woman um but yeah how do you think that like moving forward in this festive season that's going to look really different to how we're probably used to and moving into 2021 where we have we don't really know what it's going to look like and whether we will produce some sort of normality again. How, how can we be more, more like Mary?
5: I think it's quite, what's quite amazing is that you can really see that she's human and that she was scared. And I'm sure that when she first got the news, that wasn't the only time that, you know, that she experienced fear that like I'm sure throughout the pregnancy and many other times it was a lot of unbelief that she went through. Um, and probably a lot of doubting and just yeah fear, mm-hmm. and I think what's important is that you know we're human too, and it's okay to be afraid um, and everything, but I guess the main thing to take is just what she does with that and where she turns to, and yeah, I guess how Josh said, how she used that to worship and turn to God to worship, mm-hmm. um so maybe just yeah, acknowledging that we're human too, and we don't have to you know. Get it right all the time and we don't have to feel a certain way we can kind of cut some slack for ourselves that it's okay <laughs> to kind of be afraid at this that this is different and this is new um but yeah it's, um, it's where you go from there i think which is what i would take from from what happened to mary again obviously very different but um i think that would be the main thing yeah where she went from there
0: i totally i totally agree with that actually and i think from what you just said as well chris about the about the alpha course i think it would be very easy to put God in this box and put our faith in this box and say well this is what we do on a Sunday at church but actually we're having to to live out our faith now we're having to trust God to do those bits when when like you said Rosie when Mary was trying it wasn't her strength she didn't just have her strength to rely on in the same way that we don't in the same way that you know we we didn't just trust in our strength when on the alpha course we actually the Holy Spirit was transmissible it was it was it was everywhere because that is the power of it that is the power of God and we, we, we're not doing this on our own we're just being shaken up to be active about it mm-hmm. I mean Dan you were involved in that as well and I, I know we've had that conversation and it's very easy to kind of discount it isn't it and say oh this isn't going to happen because of this situation but actually we need to forget our our feelings of, of how we've changed because actually God hasn't changed at all
2: Mm. you're totally right but it's, it's that one of those classic Christian f- uh, phrases isn't it let go let God um, and it, you just sort of have to especially in those moments where I know it's cheesy I'm sorry um, but it, it's a classic example of because you you do put God in a box as you said um, and I certainly I think at the beginning of Covid we all thought well that's it for so, I mean I heard one of my colleagues at work saying that's it for at least six months Um Realistically, for us, it's been longer than that, but I think when we started that alpha, as you said, we had people from Birmingham, We the, the mm-hmm. one we just did had someone from Newcastle, someone from Wales who would just never have come, would never have got that chance if it hadn't been for COVID. So it, it is a thing of like, just let go, let God, as Mary does, it's just like the most amazing thing is she just goes, okay, let's go on with it. And it's just—I well, think we all need to be like that. It's, a, it's not just a, a challenge for Christmas; it's a challenge for life. To look at Mary and go, "Yeah, fair enough. That's possibly the most inconvenient thing God could ever have done to anyone, yeah from disease. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> and she just went with it. And I think, yeah, I think that's a challenge for life, not just for Christmas, definitely.
0: and I think that is a very good place to finish. We are running low on time, um, so. I think it would be good to maybe someone to read a bible verse i don't know you can fight over that if somebody has something that they want to read (laughs) just before we close um and wish everyone a merry christmas so i'll let you guys fight whoever wants to read a verse
3: read a verse i've got a left field one i don't know go on on
2: then dan
3: i'll go
2: go with it i'll go with it okay so it's um (laughs) It's 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 to 10. Uh, It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may reside in me. So I take pleasure in weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong and that for me was just kind of from where this conversation's gotten I think that that works quite nicely because it is just a case of I mean I don't know what to do God take the wheel help me because I have no clue but I know in my weakness when I say I don't know what to do you're strong mm-hmm. um, so that for me would be a way definitely a way forward that I'm going to dwell on um, and you look back and I think you can see it over the years for myself personally definitely definitely um,
1: yeah, that was going to be my verse as well. So I'm glad you said it instead really? of me. Yeah, it uh, actually <laughs> no, yeah, was. was. I was literally Zoom. thinking throughout the whole thing. I was like, "It's two Corinthians, either 12 or 13," and then I was going to go read it. But yeah, easy.
3: Well, there we go. There we go. We have proof that God is working through Zoom. Through Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's been really great to chat to you this evening, guys, and yeah. everyone who's listening. Thank you for listening in to the podcast. Um, and yeah. from all of us, we wish you a very merry Christmas. Yeah.
1: Thanks,
3: guys Happy Christmas.
1: Christmas. Bye. Bye. Cool. <laughs>